Welcome to Reactivators, a podcast where we review video games from inside video games. The Reactivators magical device allows us to travel into the world of any video game. We react to the games we invade. Every week on the podcast, we bring the guest into the Reactivator to give him an opportunity. Oh no. <laughs> a mush mouth. What the heck? I'm going to start over. Yeah. <clears throat> start it's the chapstick. chapstick. I'm you. It's a new element. <laughs> I did put too much on it. Oh, it made your lips all slippery. It mm-hmm. did. <clears throat> Welcome to Reactivators, the podcast where we review video games from inside video games. The Reactivator is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. We react to the games we invade. Every week on the podcast, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give them an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective. We are Reactivators. I'm your host, Mr. Triple A, the COD King, and the Indigo Go Getter. It's me, Nick Funko Stanza, and joining me as always, my fearless co-host, Baby Tyler Schnipp. Wait, wait, what? You, you, you said mine in a different voice than you usually do. I know. Well, Tyler, I'm just excited. This is episode 50 of our podcast. Okay. Yeah, it's a milestone for sure. I'm just so hyped, you know, 50 episodes. Can you believe it? You sound, yeah, you are, you are jumping in the air. Your voice doesn't convey that, but you are going wild in your room. My shirt's off. Maybe <laughs> pants off. Uh, okay. Well, uh, hey, it wouldn't be an episode of this show without me asking, how's games? Games are good. I'm playing Sonic Colors, and I got to say, that game sucks. Is this the new one or the old one? It's it's like a port, but I pre-ordered it and it came with a baby Sonic keychain. It's pretty cute. Aww. Um, so did I basically paid for it. Did I kiss it? I actually did when I got it. Mm. It's like not like not mm. on its little okay, well stop. And uh how's games for you? Uh good. I've mostly been playing our game of the week, so I'm gonna save it, but um boy. I'm I'm enamored by it already. Little tease for you. Uh, if you keep listening, maybe you'll hear more about that. Uh, I have a correction to make um, from a couple episodes ago. I did bring up on our Assassin's Creed 2 episode that uh, last week's guest, Francesca Tricamo Palmer, also had a story about finding out she's not Italian. And then I forgot to bring that up in her episode. Um, she and I and you also talked about that, uh, and she turns out she's actually two percent Italian. So I was even wrong to bring it up at all. So uh, yeah. to the Chicamo Palmer family, once again, I do apologize. And if you're a listener of this show and you have any other corrections, note please email us at reactivators at gmail.com or give us a call at. Uh, uh, I forgot to write the number down. We got to get a new one. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. And call you know, um, you could have saved the apology for off pod. Maybe if this was. No, I'm so sorry. I just, I feel like I've done this family dirty and I want to make it clean. Um, speaking of clean, we have a fantastic guest today. Uh, self-proclaimed failed stand-up comedian and host of the new podcast, I'm 40% Podcast with Jinx Monsoon, a Futurama recap podcast. Nick Sohoya, welcome to the show. Uh, hello. Thank you for having me, Reactivators. Thanks for being here, bud. Um, My pleasure. <laughs> uh, we we are we are. It may not sound like it, but we are all jumping 
up in the air doing so much stuff. The energy is insane in our separate rooms. I'm, I'm a hula hooping. So if you hear a bump on the microphone, that's just my hula hoop hitting the mic. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll pull back a little. It is loud. Your hula hoop's really bumping up, causing a lot of feedback. Uh, Lindsay will edit that out. The listener won't even know the difference. Um, I myself am getting ready for uh, Death by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> it's a little Futurama reference for you. I got it. Yeah. We're not <laughs> the doing only that one I could pull. Yet. <laughs> it's a very famous episode the amazonians uh um yeah uh so nick i do want to talk about your podcast but first i gotta ask how's games uh games is good i've been hiding in my house uh so i had to start um a big open world adventure so i uh replayed red dead 2 Ooh. Um, Ooh. which is great if you're depressed because you can just hunt animals in the woods for like the in-game equivalent of like a month and if you're away from camp for too long one of the guys from the camp will just ride up on a horse and be like uh hey are you okay you've been in the woods for like two weeks hey, <laughs> and Mark. i just have a big mountain man beard and i i'm like yeah i'm fine i'll, I'll go do a story mission if you need it <laughs> now live in chapter two nothing bad happens you can just hunt <laughs> you got a great camp it's it yeah rules. but you got to get to shady bell because uh, I, I like to sleep inside oh i get that yeah yeah and plus uh, the kid's gone that whole chapter thank goodness that kid who is i mean the the voice just is too much for me I, it's an adult like, woman sometimes like, in cartoons <laughs> it works and the game it does i'm sorry nick go ahead I just no. I just think it's weird how he's like. I wish you were my daddy. That's like a weird subplot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's very strange. I would say Jack Marston I is think it's John. I'm so sorry. Uh, John Marston is the father of Jack, the little boy. In oh, okay. That was rude um, of me. That I'm, I, I didn't no, mean that. It's okay. No, you, you uh, you'll have plenty of other opportunities to correct me. I'm sure. Okay, great. Um, I would say Jack Marston is the most annoying character in the franchise, uh, in every incarnation of the character. I won't spoil what happens with him <laughs> too, but. Uh, I mean, I don't know why I, I gasped. I beat it before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh boy you know so disappointing to anyways i if, if you're not going to spoil anything i won't spoil it yeah i won't because i i have something that's so interesting there was a glitch i would say we never actually covered the game on here i'm gonna give a little tease if oh, you beat you red no i don't think so but we have i thought you it. did sure. we could do that we kind of did <laughs> uh i would say um if uh, you've beaten two and one, look up Red Dead Redemption 2 Jack voice glitch. <laughs> this is so nothing to bring up, but there was a very interesting thing where it seemed like someone had recorded extra dialogue for the game that got cut out. And I'm, I've always been super curious about what that would have entailed. Yeah. So he just says things that don't make sense or are deleted lines. What's the glitch? It may be a different voice actor. Oh, hmm. it's like an Eric Stoltz, Marty McFly situation. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that. Uh, boy, you, have you seen that footage? There's 
actual back i didn't know there was footage. footage i thought there was only pictures yeah there's a little of the diner scene and maybe something else with eric stoltz and he does play it different much darker is it bad because they kind of spent millions of dollars to not include him <laughs> it's one of, <laughs> that's true uh, it's one of those things where it's like um when you watch the uh storyboards for shrek with the chris farley dialogue on paper chris farley as shrek without mike myers sounds good but mike myers has done four movies as that character so anyone doing shrek as not shrek doesn't sound right uh you know it's different flavors but based on the fact that um eric stoltz tried to beat up biff on the set of the movie and seemed like a jerk and wasn't fun <laughs> really what i happened? would say yeah, in the high school fight scene, he started hitting him for real. Oh. Um, well, maybe he's just really method. Maybe people should respect his craft. <laughs> yeah. Biff is a real jerk. I w- if I was in character, I'd want to punch him. That's true. Can I can I throw this out there? Can d- does any d- I, this is a hot take for me? Oh, I think it's played out to say that Trek is sexy interesting um i <laughs> don't know how to respond <laughs> it's yeah i i i don't know i who cares about shrek right like those movies are okay the first two but who cares i i would say yeah he's not that sexy in the third and fourth one so <laughs> that's where i stopped watching too he's yeah. pretty sexy in two when he becomes human but i don't think that's in the conversation everybody's talking about green shrek right and there's all those filters of like oh look shrek's sleeping with me or whatever it's like once it's become a filter it's a bit played out my friend it's fun for about a couple of days and if i gotta keep seeing that months after it's been created played out well let's bring this up back to video games because there's been a conversation even longer than is shrek sexy about is sonic sexy Okay, you know, I don't uh, know if you've been on Deviant Art. It was one of the original <laughs> segments of our show that never made it to air. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there's a whole community where everybody wants to kiss Sonic and have babies with Sonic. And it's well, I've already kissed his baby. I think I said that at the top of the show. I personally think uh, Shadow is more my type. I like a mysterious guy. Oh, dark. <laughs> I feel like he listens to the Smiths. Yeah, it seems fun. You know he has a gun, right? Oh, actually, never mind. I'll date Knuckles. Does he have a gun? Yeah, no, just he be, I think he became a cop at some point. Oh, no. Oh. A cab includes Knuckles. Yeah, sorry. A cab with a K. It's yes. A for Knuckles. <laughs> very good. Yeah, it's very good. And you know what? You should try stand up again or something. I'm really good at it. I just hate the industry. Yay, me too. I feel you. I'm excellent hey. at it. Like, I don't want to make any aspersions here. I'd say oh, yeah. I'm better than Tyler, but you know. <laughs> That's true. And you know, you were you were a bit you were you were sort of like my mentor when I started. I did so. I did help um Tyler uh learn that he was funny. I remember well, I used to run uh this open mic in Seattle with friend of the show. Uh, Brent Flyberg and ghost of the show Travis Watt Mm -hmm. and I'll never forget the day uh, baby Tyler came up to my open mic and he said um, what's up my name's adult Tyler Um, and and he had a catchphrase too it was uh, I carry a briefcase 
And I was like, it's, I see what you're going for. Like nickname, good, catchphrase, good. But like, let's just refine this a little. Yeah. And we had kind of a couple meetings about it. And that's how we landed on Baby Tyler Wanwea. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's... This is at Scratch Deli, by the way. We shout that's it Scratch out. Scratch Deli. Oh, yeah. We can shout it out because it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, uh, yeah. That's... It was a great place. A lot of the Good best place. things best things happen there good folks come out of there it's uh you know uh, we've uh, we'll get the whole scratch deli crew on here at some point um you, my, maybe the my, only huh? person missing is uh travis that's true Milan did it right yeah he did that's true episode so three. it's like almost there you almost got the full set <laughs> yeah almost the full set um has maddie been on no i would consider oh yeah maddie, maddie and daniel would be good yeah, they're funny. Okay. Well, we'll get them all on. Nick, oh, do you no. know any of these people? <laughs> not, not a one. Um, I did see Travis uh, recently and definitely remembered his name. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, that, uh, that's a pretty good story. You could tell that on Pod. I'm sure he'd love it. Oh, have I not told that? I was just on the stream. Uh, yeah, I was um, groggily getting out of the back seat of uh, a car with my family, going to film festival where my dad was nominated and um a man walked up to me and said nick and i i looked at his face and i saw blankness i there was nothing i i did not my mind went blank like i i didn't know who it was and i said hi and he said i'm travis ghost of the show and i could have played it off well and i didn't and instead i said i don't think we've met before <laughs> and uh i said i don't think we met in person before and he said yes we have uh at a two improv shows <laughs> and uh i my shame knows no bounds yeah so trav texted me uh that that happened and then two seconds later you texted me <laughs> i was uh, mortified yeah what did yeah. he say I'm bad with faces and names. Uh, I'm worse coming out of the pandemic. I truly think everyone should just wear a little name tag for the next year or so. Yeah. yeah. You asked Tyler his name, name and you got on the Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've known each other for years. And you yeah, can see it his was name like, there too. I want to say Timmy. <laughs> yeah. Adult Timmy? Adult Timmy? It's, re- it's something from back in my past. I have a duffel bag. <laughs> Uh, yeah, already. no, we went through a bunch of iterations of what adult adult Tyler would say. We thought about maybe um, I'm old enough to have a driver's license, but it was <laughs> it was pretty wordy. It was. Uh, well, look, Nick, even though you are new to the podcast, you have been on the stream before on one of our very first ones, I believe. I did do the stream. It was very fun. And if you would like to hear it, you should pay five dollars one time to the Patreon. Go back and listen to it. It's very fun. <laughs> Yes, for now, get it while you can. <laughs> uh, Nick, I did want to mention though, because when you were on the stream before, we played some Mario Kart. Have you kept up since then? Um, I used to play Mario Kart all the time when I had uh, three roommates because it's perfect. You can everyone gets to play, <laughs> but I have lived alone since the pandemic, and uh, I have not been playing as much Mario Kart since then. I mostly play single player games and then um i will occasionally dabble in an online experience such as sea of thieves or 
I used to play Overwatch, but uh, it has I played it too many times. Hmm. Um, who's your Mario Kart main? I know you guys are looking at me because I grabbed my phone, but I'm just trying to remember which Koopaling I've been playing as. <laughs> What's the name? My favorite Koopaling is Ludwig. I'll say that right now. But okay. my Mario Kart main, I usually go for a mid uh, to heavyweight. So I usually like a Donkey Kong. That's about the right weight <laughs> that I like. Oh, but it also depends on the version. I think um, obviously Mario Kart 8 is the best overall, but uh, the one I grew up playing was 64. Um, so I think I would probably actually go full on heavyweight in Mario 64 and I would do King Koopa. Okay. Oh, King Koopa throwback. Uh, I yeah, Bowser, I guess. <laughs> um, by, I'm terrible with names. I told you. <laughs> I'm back to playing Mario Kart at the gym on the elliptical, and my main right now is Larry Koopa, the other blue-haired one. And I like him because I like the bitty buggy racer that kind of looks like a little bug, and that turns yellow. And with his blue hair, it really it just it's a striking visual combo, and I feel like I. You know, I strike fear in the hearts of all the other racers. The computers. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get brutal online. Anyone who's yeah. playing Mario Kart online is... Uh, you remember Mario Kart DS and snaking ruined online? That was That's right. Sad. Yeah. Because I loved I... that online, even though you couldn't drag a shell. Yeah, that was annoying, wasn't it? Love a shell drag. That's how most of how I win in this new one. Oh, you gotta drag a shell. <laughs> gotta do it. I but didn't. I, yeah. I didn't find out that I didn't realize that was that I could do that until I was almost done with getting all the stars in the game. Wow, that's how you block those reds. Yeah, you can drag a nanner. You can drag just about anything. I mm. forgot I was dragging those nanners like nobody's business. Towards, but I had like already played like thirty-five hours or something. But we all know what the best defensive power up is, don't we? Not playing <laughs> the horn. <laughs> yeah, the sound box. You could destroy those blue shells. Oh, is it yeah. called a sound box? Maybe it's called a horn. It looks. I don't know. It looks I, like a it, box that sound. It comes does out look of. like a box. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I would draw my objection. Uh. Well, Nick, it's good to have you on the podcast. You're great. Um. And it's time for our first segment. Uh, you know, I'm bringing it back. It's time for Costanza's Call of Duty Corner. The more things change, the more they stay the same. 50,000 people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. The numbers, Mason. You muppet. Revenge is like a ghost. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Costanza's Call of Duty Corner, where I talk about all things COD. I'm upset. That's how I'm going to start this. I am upset. Uh, the best mode in Call of Duty Warzone, it came and went already. Armored Royale. This is the mode where everybody, you're on a team of four, you get a big truck, it lands on front of you, and then you can upgrade it. It becomes your, you know, command center. And, uh, uh, you know, my buddy Drew Hellenthal and I, he drives, I'm running the turret gun i got 13 kills we got a win it was so good next morning game mode was gone i don't get it it's so fun it's like they punish you for liking the game sometimes <sighs> do i wake up now i'm sorry i fell asleep you know it's like michael kane once said in the movie interstellar 
do not go gentle into that good night. Uh, in other COD news, what was that you- quote? <laughs> you know what? If you couldn't understand it, that's fine because you can't understand it in the movie either. The music's playing too loudly. In Inter- uh, Interstellar. Uh huh. I keep seeing TikToks that are just clips from Interstellar. I'm like, why what? am I seeing this? Is I recently watched um, Fast and Furious 3 for the first time because I'm watching all of them for a review podcast. Um, not that I'm on, just that I listen to. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the sound mixing in that movie is terrible. <laughs> I had my TV turned all the way up to 50, and especially the girl, the girl they get instead of Georgiana Brewster. <laughs> She's just whispering that whole movie. Oh, no. <laughs> cars are loud and music's loud. So it's it's not good. She's just, I'm driving. I'm driving. It makes me feel free. <laughs> I'm in Tokyo. I'm a guy crashed. Uh, <laughs> I have one more piece of Call of Duty news. Uh, the new game Vanguard will be out soon. Um, you know, it's bringing players back to the World War II setting that started the franchise, which I'm fine with. It's like, World War II. Haven't we been there, done that enough? But it will be nice to play a game where Nazis are the bad guys again, unlike in real life, apparently. <laughs> uh, where, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get political on here. Nazis again. bad. Okay, babe. Please don't get political in the Call of Duty corner, please. <laughs> Uh, well, I was excited to learn that Call of Duty Warzone is getting a new map, the Pacific. Uh, it will be World War II themed, I think. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be a fun change of pace. You know, there's only been two maps ever. One is very big. One is very small. Maybe we'll uh, meet somewhere in between. All right. That's it. Uh, Nick, well, did you ever play yeah. Call of Duty? <laughs> I was hardcore into Call of Duty for, I would say, the first five games. Uh, I think Ooh. the absolute best multiplayer was in the expansion for the first game because that was when you could have tanks and jeeps um and i got really good at it i stopped playing uh around modern warfare 2 i think that's the last one i purchased i was in college at the time and uh i was tearing up the leaderboards but i uh i had to move on to other games in modern warfare 2 you were tearing up the leaderboards yeah um so modern warfare 2 is a bit of a turning point for the franchise because it's where they truly stopped caring about the story like modern warfare 1 had a really great story mode and then modern warfare 2 was just like hey you know how your character died in modern warfare 1 and it was really impactful all of your characters are going to die in this game they'll they'll all get shot and they'll get betrayed by someone who's been secretly the bad guy the whole time but you didn't even really remember he was a character so it's not a very (laughs) good shock um, so I, I begrudgingly played the multiplayer a lot in Modern Warfare 2. And, um, yeah, I just rented them after that. I would play them for a couple weeks and I would, I would play something else after. As a fan of the franchise, I think that's the way they're meant to be enjoyed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I, there's the way you play them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obsessively for, uh, two years after they've come out, uh, the, I've gone on record and said Modern Warfare 2 is my favorite. Um, I don't know if I've even said that on here, but you can listen to my episode of Connor McCabe's podcast, Call Me By Your Game. I did play that. Um, I uh, I really like that one. And I'm with you, actually, that I think that the story mode is pretty forgettable. It became a Michael Bay movie. Three was even Very. more of a Michael Bay movie, just all explosions. And yeah, I, I love that you call that out because it's so true after 
the one impactful scene in modern warfare one where the nuke goes off and your character dies and it's shocking you're like crawling for your life great moment in gaming cinema (laughs) it truly is and then after that yeah i think in the second level of modern warfare 2 your character dies and then from there on you you lose at least one more in that campaign maybe two uh and it doesn't mean anything anymore and it's still just silliness Sorry, I fell asleep again. Should just go on. I should do more. The more he falls asleep, because he's not listening. So I, I guess I could just keep talking about it. But... No, no. The number two, um, <laughs> uh, World War Two. Unfortunately, I've exhausted what I had to say about <laughs> the game. So uh, we'll call it here. But hey, uh, from the Call of Duty corner to you, happy episode fifty. Okay, I didn't realize that we could do that as a sign-off in the segments. Just this episode. I guess that's true, yeah. There won't be another 50 ever again. Mm-mm. Well, maybe 150. I and we not. stop. That's not 50. <laughs> that's not 50, Tyler. That's 150. They're different numbers. That's true. That's true. Okay, well, on to my segment. Wait a minute, we... wait a minute, wait a minute. 50 is not 150. They're different numbers. Yeah, I can actually get out my chalkboard and do some arithmetic for you right here. Um, I'm miming the chalkboard for the listeners. And still mm-hmm. jumping up and down. It's really hard to read. Yeah, the hula hoop is bumping into the chalkboard now. <laughs> it's making my calculations go awry. So I actually need to back out of this. Okay. Lindsay's going to have to fix so much sound on this episode. Uh, okay. Hey, my segment actually is done, Tyler. So why don't you just go ahead and do your You gave a sign off. <laughs> Um, uh, okay. So this segment is of course called solid state smoking section. Smoke, smoke, smoke. That's the new intro. Uh, welcome to solid state smoking section. New listeners will not, will not know. So I'll let you know. Uh, I used to do a segment called Solid Snake Smoking Section where I reviewed cigarettes. Um, Of course, that was, uh, we've talked about Ghost of the Show, Travis Watt. He suggested I do that, but now I'm trying to quit smoking. So Travis got the idea. I was like, well, what if I sent you these state-themed candles? You know, something else that smokes. And so I review those uh, by giving them three snakes. Um. This one is, of course, the Oregon candle. So I'm showing that to everybody. Is this interesting? Um, There's a lot of candle in that candle. There's a lot of candle, and there really is. We're Built talking full to the candle, brim. yeah, yeah. Um, and Oregon, you know, I figured Jinx Oregon monsoon. Well, that was but, good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, <laughs> I, Oregon, because of course Nick and I have spent some time in Portland doing shows. Yeah, we both uh, slept in our car near each other that one time. <laughs> that's true. We also saw one of the X Men movies in theaters. Oh, I'm gonna guess Daisy. Everyone's favorite. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I figured uh, Oregon would be a good candle for solid state smoking section. Uh, still smoking cigarettes, by the way, in case anybody wanted a an update. Just a few less. Anyways, here it goes. Lighting it up. Well, it's not lighting. That's not a good sign. Okay, so snake number one, statiness. How much does this candle smell like the state? 
And of course, you guys can't smell it. I'm going to say, uh, hmm. What was that, Nick? I'm trying to smell my computer screen. Hmm. I'm going to say this smells like Christmas, which does not remind me of Oregon one bit. No snake. But, but the trees. Yeah, but not Christmas trees. Okay. We're not talking Douglas fir. No, this isn't. Well, maybe it does. That's maybe a venue I, in Portland. That could. That's maybe uh, why. Okay. Doug fir. That is true. It, did, it, I don't think I've ever performed there. They won't let me. I performed yeah. there a couple times. They opened for Eddie Pepitone and James Adomian and mm-hmm. uh, all the biggest stars. Wow. And then I quit stand up um, because I'm brave. You're brave. Yeah. And better than me, I heard. Um, Nick, you had me uh, introduce you by calling you a failed stand up comedian. It doesn't sound like you failed stand up, kind of sounds like stand up failed you. Thank you. This is a validation that I seek when I come on a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two, hoity toitiness. Uh, how much did this freaking candle cost? Is what Trav, Trav says. And I, he's told me it's around $34. I say that's expensive for a candle. It gets one snake for that. It's hoity toity. Wouldn't it get more because it is expensive? Yeah, two snakes. You're right. <laughs> that counts for two snakes. And smokiness. How much smoke does a candle generate? And will it kill me in my sleep? Let's find out. Not a whole lot of smoke. Won't kill me. Gets a, ba- gets a snake. Barely any smoke in that candle. Is getting a snake good or bad? <laughs> it's for that's is for it you like to golf. <laughs> Like it's like the fewer snakes is better. It, you know what? I'm I'm starting to think it could go that way. This segment is not very good. <laughs> Whoa, what's that? Where there's smoke, there's fire. It's not me. I, I'm not snake. <laughs> I am smoke from Mortal Kombat, the gray ninja. What the fuck? That's right. You changed uh, the segment by talking about smoke too much. So I showed up. Because when there's I think smoke, it's because you said fire. smoke five times in a mirror, aka oh. a zoom, <laughs> because that's kind of like a mirror. That's yeah, right. Okay. Uh, do you, did I do something wrong? Am I being punished? You're not being punished. You're being encouraged to smoke more because I love smoke. What? You want me to keep smoking cigarettes? I'm the candles? devil to snakes, angel. Uh, all right. I you want know. you to smoke more candles. <laughs> okay, you want me to smoke more candles? I think. Yes. Also, uh, Snake wants me to do that. Snake? What? Oh, <laughs> I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I gotta go. Okay, bye. Oh, all oh. right. That guy was oh. confused. <laughs> yeah, he entered so assertively, and then he really didn't know what was going on. He. <laughs> He's been dead since Mortal Kombat 9, and I think uh, that maybe his brain's a little broken. Ah, that makes sense. Um, well, uh, from over here at Solid State Smoking Section, we say, happy 50th, Reactivator. <laughs> happy 50th! Oh, what a lovely day. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, um, <clears throat> should we just get into it? <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a segue. Uh, Let's talk about this game. We're starting with a quote. 
What? There will come a day when you feel crushed by the burden of modern life and your bright spirit will fade before a growing emptiness. When that happens, my dear, you'll be ready for this gift. Those are the first lines of the video game Stardew Valley, a role-playing game developed by Eric Barone, aka Concerned Ape, and published by Chucklefish. I hope that I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Eric, hit us up if I got it wrong. Farming simulation game. Only then. <laughs> if I got it right, there's no notes. If I see you in the DMs and, and we've got it and we did get it right, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> and just so you know, uh, for the listener, um, I know I encouraged you to send corrections with email uh, notes, but just a general rule of thumb for this podcast. If you like something we do, tell us you liked it. And if you don't like something we did, tell us you liked it. <clears throat> And I was actually joking about uh, assaulting anybody. I, d- I don't. I actually <laughs> wouldn't do that. No, uh, but smoke might. Oh, I don't want to see him ever again. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> hey, where there's smoke, there's fire. Anyway, what are we doing here? I, I'm going to. I'm going to read through the game. <laughs> Happy 50. Uh, A farming simulation game, Stardew Valley allows players to inhabit the role of a dissatisfied corporate employee who leaves their job after inheriting their grandfather's farm near a quaint settlement called Pelican Town. Players can farm, but they can also fish, mine, craft items, cook, and even romance other characters. Uh, A graduate of the University of Washington, Tacoma, the designer, Eric Barone, was inspired by Harvest Moon, a similar farming simulator game, to create a fan-made alternative that would address the quality dip he was seeing in that franchise. Stardew Valley was designed to be enjoyable, like its spiritual predecessor, but also include real-world messages, like taking time for oneself and not getting sucked into the capitalist vortex. Originally released in 2016 for Windows before launching across all other systems in the years that followed, Stardew Valley received acclaim for its compelling gameplay, activities, and its LGBTQ plus representation. Stardew Valley was a massive indie game hit, selling over 15 million copies by September 2021. That's this month. Wow, Nick, I understand this is one of your favorite games. Yeah, it's up there. I uh, recently did my fourth playthrough um, Four. like a couple months ago. Yeah, well, I've. it's tricky because I've never gotten all the way. You can play through up to four years. And I think this is maybe even the first time I've gotten to like midway uh, the third year. That's where I'm at currently. So the way this game works is there. it has a seasonal calendar. You have a 28 day month and each Mm -hmm. month of which there are four in a year in the game cycle represents a different season in the game that this was based on harvest moon the game would end after two years in a similar cycle here it's been expanded to give you more time to do everything and not have to rush through the game as much but it's kind of like animal crossing if people have played that in that there is a calendar and besides just having these days in the month a lot of the days have either someone's birthday or a holiday, some kind of thing to do. Uh, so, Nick, you how, how long does a playthrough take? Um, good question. It sort of depends on how many uh, days you want to do in a row. The first time I played it was on a, a, a desktop com- uh, computer, so I had to like kind of sit down and make a, a choice to play Stardew Valley. But when they put it on the Switch... It was like, well, once I get my farm up and running, I can kind of just play this while I'm watching TV. 
So in that case, I would sometimes play Stardew Valley for like eight hours a day. (laughs) um in which case it's it's very easy to get through like a year in a in an afternoon yeah i went on video games a comedy show and um our friend alec robbins said uh he basically warned me about this game when i told him i was starting it because he said it is incredibly addictive and unlike an animal crossing in my experience you know, an Animal Crossing is kind of timed with a real day cycle where you can only do so much and then you have to wait for the next real life day to continue. Here, the day ends, your character goes to bed and you can just keep playing and doing more stuff. And I was, I'm not that far in, but I'm really feeling that addictive quality already. It hooks you very quickly. And um, especially uh, as you, the game's really smart about giving you little challenges in different areas. Like uh, my main goal every time was to fix up the community center. And a couple of times playing through the game, once I fixed up the community center, I was like, okay, I'm done. That's when I would put it down. This last playthrough, I realized after you fix up the community center, you can also fix a boat. <laughs> you can also <laughs> uh, like, if you fix up the community center, it puts the Walmart type business called Jojo Mart. It puts them out of business. But then you can fix up the Jojo Mart. And I don't even know what happens when you do that because I need a friggin' prismatic shard and I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> um, so prismatic it's really shard. Yeah. And then when you finish the fixing the boat, then you can go to this fucking island. And who boy, I have no idea what's going on on that island. You have to get all these golden uh, nuts to give to a, a bird, I think. <laughs> wow. And there's a little boy who lives on the island and you have to help him out too so it's just whenever you think you've reached the ceiling of what the game has to challenge you with there's something just beyond that to to shoot for yeah so um i'm trying to play this game somewhat um free of spoilers normally in a game like this i probably would look stuff oh up. then just go ahead and not listen to the last five minutes <laughs> of this podcast <laughs> it's okay um i i you know, you know, we're, we're here to talk about your love of the game. I want you to feel free to talk about whatever you want. But that said, I just personally, I haven't looked that much up. And then even at one point, I just read a little blurb that said something like there are dwarfs and monsters. And I was like, what? There's a lot of monsters. (laughs) Yeah. There's wizards and monsters. And I'm so curious. There's a big um, raccoon that you have to like, oh, I don't even know. I had to look him up because his you have to feed him like three specific things and then he brings a dog back from the dead (laughs) but it's pretty weird uh this game uh tyler what's your experience with it i've only ever started it um it was too slow for me at the time because i was already playing a slow game which was animal crossing um and I was like, I don't think I can do both. So yeah, fair. I, I, I chose Animal Crossing because I loved gossiping with my animal neighbors. Um, well, there's quite a bit of gossip to be had in the town of Pelican Town. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch that, of drunkos. <laughs> there's a bunch of secret affairs. As it, as it, Marnie's fucking that mayor. <laughs> What? Oh, Marnie's fucking the mayor. Yeah, I, I did the, I, I, in hindsight, I've, I've done the wrong thing if I wanted true gossip. Um, <laughs> uh, you talk to just animals instead of actual people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, it was like I, you can, you can, you can smash in this game. 
Yeah, well, you kind of can. My issue with, I have one issue with this game and that you, that's that you can't marry more than one of the boys. <laughs> at a time. <laughs> yeah, or at least I want to be able to take, take them out on a date before I get married you know oh i see because it it really just goes from like friendship friendship your best friends you have to give them gifts you have to find out what they like um and it's friendship 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 and then you give them a bouquet and they they're married to you so there's no courtship (laughs) because there's like four uh, there's six bachelors of uh at either end of the gender binary and uh i i think of the boys there's four that are dateable I, I want nothing to do with Harvey or Shane they're mm. not eligible to me but it's like I always end up uh settling down with Sebastian um because he likes video games and I feel like uh long term that's like a good thing but Elliot's very interesting <laughs> he's very artsy and he lives on the beach so that's a plus and I wish I, I really wish I could date them both an artist on the beach you say yeah he lives on the beach and he has long hair and if you go into his shack, if you get enough uh, friendship points, you can go into his shack and he'll play you piano. Wow. Okay. okay. Sounds like a, a catch. It's a pretty good date. Uh, <laughs> um, hopefully Billy Joel's not driving through there. Am I right? I think he's been invited to perform. There's no there's no KK Slider <laughs> equivalent. He's listen, But if it was just Billy Joel. Billy Joel, funny. <laughs> when he's driving through a house, he has not been invited. <laughs> Yeah, no. It's like candy, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm skip ahead one a minute for Hades spoilers. Uh, Nick, have you played that game? Yeah, I played that game a shitload, and I rolled credits uh several times. I I stopped playing when there's those like statues that make it way way harder. You know those ones? <laughs> yeah, Which they're ones? too hard. The you can do they're the extra hard. challenges. Oh, so that's where I stopped after I'd probably done like 200 playthroughs and and rolled credits. The reason I bring that game up is because there were romances in that where you can romance multiple people at the same time, including two different gendered people. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, go back in and play. I I (laughs) won't give romance anyone in that game. Yeah, I was just spending all my time talking to the Medusa. I think I thought she was fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The little floating head friend of the show Courtney Venice. Yeah. I think we all played Mario Kart together. We did. Yeah. We did. Uh something I like about Stardew Valley is it just feels so peaceful, at least where I am in it. You know, I'm just there's something very romantic to me about the idea of leaving a dead end corporate job and you know, uh, Waldening yourself, going out into nature and building your own home and stuff. Something I probably wouldn't have the patience to do in real life, but it's fun to imagine I would. Oh, very much. Yeah, I always threaten to that I'm going to move to the woods. That's what I always say when I'm displeased with city life. But then I'm like, how am I going to get like chicken tikka masala delivered to my home in 10 minutes? Like I probably, <laughs> I'm probably never actually going to move to Stardew Valley. You got to yeah. grow your own curry powder. Curry, curry plant. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, it comes with the price of rent here. This game also has a beautiful soundtrack. I love all of the music in the game. Okay, number one fan of the music. It's your favorite band. I get it. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, Nick, can yes. I ask you, as someone who's maybe gotten a little further than Baby Tyler, who, not even romance-wise, which characters jump out at you as good friends? <sighs> Great question. Uh, I will say I wanted to agree with you on Shane. He's been very rude to me. I don't like him at He's all. He's very standoffish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I talked to him one day and he said... Um, I don't know you. Why are you talking to me? And then I went up to him the next day and he just said, go away. Was so <laughs> rude. <laughs> um, I like, uh, what's a girl's name with the blue hair? Emily. <laughs> I, he, is that, that's not the little girl, is it? I like the, no, the adult No, that's, uh, I have a list of the characters in front of me. You're thinking of Jazz or Yas. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Yeah, I think so. That's she, the little girl. Oh, okay. Then that's not who I'm thinking of. Yeah. No, the, Emily is the adult woman with blue Emily. hair. Okay. Yeah. Emily stuck out to me. For some reason, I thought I kind of hit it off with her. I, I actually also like you had this game on steam and it felt like a commitment to play. And then I downloaded it for switch uh, to play it this time. And it's so much better, so much better. I love that. It's the kind of game uh, I could just pick up and take with me and I'm going to do it uh, while I'm on vacation this week. Oh, Um, it's a great vacation game. Yeah. You can pause it at any time. Uh, But there is another character, Haley, who, um, the first mm. thing she said to Va-va me, <laughs> very <laughs> indeed. Uh, Haley, the first thing she said to me was, um, "You'd be cute if it wasn't for that horrendous outfit." And I think I'm someone that nagging works on. <laughs> I, I want Haley to marry me now. I'll do anything. I'll change my clothes. What do you want, Haley? Come on. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, <laughs> just as a friend, the old man, Willie, who gives you a fishing pole, um, he seemed pretty chill. Oh, Willie's cool as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I will say there's um, a tendency in the game to, uh, I like the anti-capitalist messages. That's mm-hmm. a draw for me. But um, there's this character who lives in the wood. Name, uh, his name is Linus. He lives in a tent behind, uh, like up in the mountains, kind of. And he like lives complete, completely off the grid. He's like a freegan. <laughs> He's like digging for food in the garbage. And I like think that's really admirable. But then like you go up to the uh, the spa, which is also up in the mountains, and he's peeking in the window. What the so, heck? So I'm like, are we supposed to think that this guy's cool, except for the fact that he peeks in the window, like, and we're supposed to accept that characters are nuanced, or is concerned ape trying to tell us that spying on ladies changing is just a, an affable quirk that we should (laughs) look back. Like it's a weird, they do weird stuff like that, but then also some of the characters are uh, hardcore alcoholics and um, you're not really uh, rewarded for, um, helping them through that you're actually rewarded for giving them alcohol <laughs> if you brew alcohol on your farm yeah and you give them alcohol they're happy because they like it yes i agree with that your friend <laughs> i should have why was i playing animal crossing i'm a chump uh, it's really fun i will say the problem with it, i i also put a ton of hours in the animal crossing and i had a, a lot better t- yes we did we went to each other's islands and my island uh, got so beautiful i didn't have any places to put any more stuff so that's when i put it down 
And I wanted to do that on this playthrough of Stardew Valley. But aside from kind of customizing the exterior of your farm, there's not a ton of customization options. Like you can do stuff with the interior, but it's very limited. Like, for example, I wanted to put a home theater in my house Mm -hmm. and I can put a TV on the wall, but I can't put a chair facing the TV. It's like literally impossible. So it's just a TV with a big couch next to it. And I guess you're supposed to like look in a mirror to see the TV or something. Yeah, that would frustrate me. It made me mad because I was I was like, okay, I'm putting more time into it on this playthrough. I'm ready to really deck out my house. Mm -hmm. But I found that the options were limited. I did make my bedroom look pretty sick, though. Okay, that's that's badass. (laughs) I found a broken bowl and it said this can be used as a decorative item in your house. And I just put it on my table. That's nice. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it's a white (laughs) bowl. And the white contrasts with my wooden room. Oh, good. So have you expanded your house at all? You know, you can do that. What? <laughs> Start collecting that hardwood, baby. Okay. I gotta a little get bit every hardwood. day. Uh, I wanted to mention, talking about the, the freeganism, uh, you know, we got a couple Washingtonians in here, Washingtonian adjacents. And uh, I was so excited when I saw that this developer went to school in Tacoma. He, Tacoma, of course, is super close to Vashon Island, where my grandparents live. Have either of you been there? To your grandma's house? Yeah. Did, have we ever been there? You've been in my grandma's house before, anybody? I mean, yeah, just like, like Christmas and like... <laughs> Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The winter holidays. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Um, well, Vashon uh has a lot of people who I could see um digging through trash cans. <laughs> okay. I like it. Are you are you cool. aware that you're staring directly at a person who used to do that? <laughs> oh, really? Wait, yeah. which one of you? That was Me. a little punk. Yeah, I we used to I used to uh, eat out of lots of dumpsters. What? Yeah, you find you know, anything good in there? Yeah, burritos at the Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's throws out so much stuff, um, and we would we would get a lot of stuff from there because we live next to one. But yeah, sometimes everyone some should steal from Trader Joe's garbage. I, I'm fully in support. Yeah, they started locking it up when they knew we were getting the good stuff uh you know nick is the one who passed judgment on it so i just want to be clear about that i said it was cool so uh, i also didn't say it was good or i don't think i put a value judgment on it (laughs) um but i I do want to maybe tyler is frozen i think he is frozen yeah um uh, nick is he okay or was he okay back then (laughs) That's really was he okay question. back in Seattle? Yeah, eating out of dumpsters. Um... I think that was when he was thriving. I think when he tried <laughs> to go cold turkey on the dumpster burritos, that was more of the dark period for baby Tyler. You know what? That tracks. Someone who knows him now. <laughs> I'm so glad he's not here to talk back to us. <laughs> yeah, do you want to really... Uh if you want to vent some of your frustration with baby Tyler, because I know co-host relationships, they're very contentious. So it's tough. It's tough to have someone. What's the worst thing he does? He's too handsome. I really yeah. hate that. Oh, never mind. He's back. Oh, oh no, he's back. What the I hell? Just hear any of that. 
oh no 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 nothing to tyler hey nick sahoya do you have anything else about this game you'd like to share with us um you know i i think that the best thing to grow is blueberries i think you should really focus on getting the greenhouse up and running i think Mm. uh what what type of farm did you select nick I picked the base model one, although I really wanted to do the beach. I just thought I should play the game at the normal level. This is how everybody else is starting. The beach is hard because you can't do sprinklers and I hate watering my crops. So I would not recommend the beach. I did the river on this last run and kind of mad about it. I feel like it, it limits where you can put stuff. And um, I finally got to the point in the game where you can build a, a hut and these little Miyazaki creatures come out and they pick all your crops for you. But what? the way, th- yeah, <laughs> if you get far enough. Um, but like the little Miyazaki creatures, they'll, they'll only go like w- within so much distance of their little hut. And I feel like the river does not set itself up for that. Will they so go to the beach? Will they go to the beach? Yeah. Yeah, but you can't, have sprinklers on the beach that's like a deal breaker for me i will not water hundreds of crops every day with my little watering can okay yeah that's a lot of effort huh it's too much i like i i like that they added the beach that's fun for some people i suppose but for me the best (laughs) the best one is the mountain or maybe the forest okay any last thoughts on stardew valley so a very fun game and you should play it if you're depressed. Yeah. Would you say this is a game that will lift your spirits if you're depressed or is there another reason to play it? I think uh, it will make the hours go away and that's uh, sometimes what you need from a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Sohoya, it sounds like you're a fan of Stardew Valley, but have you ever been inside Stardew Valley? Uh, no. Um, no, I haven't. How would I do that even? Oh, uh, Tyler, why don't you break it down? Well, remember that briefcase I used to bring into Scratch Deli? Yeah, yeah, you were, when you were a prop comic, when you first started as adult Tyler. Yeah. Um, Well, you you ever wonder what was inside? I would love to know. It's like Pulp Fiction. I would give anything to know. Uh Well, turn around, right behind you. We sent you a briefcase. Oh yeah, it's right there on my bed. Why don't you I was wondering it? why I was sleeping on something uh, with sharp corners for months now. Yeah. It's been there for a long time. Yeah, this is a lot. It's pretty. This episode is a little overdue. I do do apologize. <laughs> uh, uh, but once you open it and see what's inside that briefcase. Okay. I'm crack, crackety crack. That's. It's just a bright shining light. Stuff. Yeah. Oh wow! It's. It's a thing that, what do I do with it? Well, it's the reactivator. You add uh, the, the entire what's time. It, what's it look like? In there? Yeah, I'm having trouble seeing it. for some Through reason. the light? Yeah. Could you describe, like, is it something that I step into? Is it a head thing? Is it... Here we go. I'm finally free of these corporate burdens living out in here in this house all by myself. Nothing's going to stop me from chilling out.
Shane, uh, excuse me, Shane walks up. Hey, what are you doing here? Hey, a neighbor. Nice to meet you. I'm Nick. I don't know you. Oh, okay. You started a conversation with me. Oh, go away. Shane walks off into the woods and he's stomping. What'd you do oh. to that guy? Hey, sorry. I just, no, I, I was just watching. What'd you do to him? I didn't do anything, Mayor Lewis. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for putting the title on my name. Yeah. I, you introduced me here. You told me this is my grandfather's plot of land and that I'm mm-hmm. free to live in it. I'm kind of trying, you know, I went into town the other day and I met everybody and yeah. now I'm just hanging out here and I'm going to, you know, have a good time. Did I, did I once tell you to piss off your neighbors? No, you didn't say that. I, I don't think I did. That, that's not the way I saw it. Anyways, okay. you need to change your attitude, okay? Hey, hey, Mayor, hey, Mayor Lewis, it's me, Marnie. Your oh, hi, Marnie. Your secret girlfriend. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, oh, uh, oh, oh my. Um, I didn't realize there was anyone else here. I was, I was going to ask you on a date, but I. Oh, you, I what? can't. I'm married. Wink, wink, wink. Hey, I'm have trying to have a nice, relaxing day to myself and enjoy some nature. So I'm not going to comment on your affair. I'm just going to sit in my rocking chair and have some tea. Our yeah. affair. Oh, so we're putting a lot of value judgment on this. Oh no. Okay. L- you're- listen here, you little punk. What? I'm in charge of all the cows and chickens and ducks in this whole damn town. And if you don't keep this secret. I won't just not sell you any of those animals. I'll kill any animals that you do get. What? No, don't you'll kill my animals. You've pissed I'll her off. A duck suit. This is just like when I worked at Joja Mart. It's all corporate backstabbing, huh? You can never really escape. Who are you talking to? I'm self monologuing over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh stop that because it's starting to piss me off now you understand all right you know what i'm gonna go into the woods and i'm gonna have a relaxing time and i don't want all this town drama to come with me i walk off into the woods i sit on a rock in the middle of the forest oh hello (sighs) oh no (laughs) i am the wizard i noticed you were having a seat in front of my tower there is a tower here i thought it was just another big tree Nope, it's a tower. That's why it has windows. Mr. Wizard, I'm really sorry. I'm I'm trying to relax. No need and... to apologize. No one ever visits me in the woods, so I'm just more... glad you came over. It was more of a rhetorical apology. I'm trying to say I don't want to talk to you. Would you I don't like know to how come to say in? it. But... I've made a wizard meal. Uh, hippogriff burgers. You want to eat one? Well, I've never tried a hippogriff burger before. Okay, I'm going to come in real quick and have a burger with you, and then I got to get back out into nature before the day ends. Walk inside. Black Can you just light some candles? <laughs> okay. Would you like to have uh, the burger um, in my bedroom? Uh... <laughs> okay you have a dining room table here i I don't use it that much i mostly spend my time in the boudoir if this is how wizards do things all right you want to get married oh 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 no there's a ceremony going on i'm locked into this marriage now 
I don't really want to. Oh, but really think about it. Wouldn't it be nice? I could move in and we could have a kid in a crib. I don't know anything about you, really. You're just a wizard who... Uh, so who okay. do you want to date then? Haley? You probably want to date Haley, don't you? Everyone wants to date Haley because of her big bazoongas. <laughs> hey. va va <laughs> Billy Joel oh, squishes uh, squishes the wizard oh, sorry I crashed in drunk and uninvited uh, am I interrupting anything wow Mr. Joel I love River of Dreams okay cut to um, Nick flirting with another character Wow, so your last you your last uh your husband died, huh? Yeah, things moved really quickly. We had just gotten married. I will be honest with you, I'm not that broken up about it. You're not? No, I mean, technically the wizard was my husband, but that's not really my type wizards. I I just I think you're super cute. Well, thank you for saying that, but I thought you'd be so upset about it. I got the raccoon to uh, who brings people back to life to help. Hey, I'm the raccoon. Hello, I just heard you talking about me. I thought I'd scuttle over here with my big old belly. Here he is. This is Nick. This is the one I was telling you about. Oh, oh. yeah. My name's Nick. I'm the raccoon. Oh, we're both yes. Nick. Wow. Isn't that, wow. It looks like you two have some stuff in common, too. I'm not a giant right raccoon. There. I'm just a normal person. I, you, you know what? It's cool. Nice to meet you. Uh, you have I'm anyone sure you want people. me to bring back to life? I can bring his wizard dead back husband. No, I, don't I can want bring you. a dog back. I've never tried to bring a human or a wizard back, but I, I might give it a go. Uh, you don't have to. It's cool. Hey, hey, I'm going to get more drinks. Why don't we have more drinks and uh, everybody will get super drunk and then I'll leave. Okay. Well, I'll have one more drink, but Barkeep. I think you should consider it. Huh? Can I get uh, two uh, uh, beers? <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, hello. I'm Gus, the barkeep. Uh, you said you want two beers. Do you want a pale ale? Yeah, I'll take it. Well, a- you'll just have to grow some wheat and then ferment it, and then you, you bring it to me and I'll serve it to you. I have to bring you the ingredients to make me a beer? Yeah, it's not a very efficient system, but, uh, you know, the vibe in this bar really makes up for the lack of actual beverages. I can't believe this. I started this day trying to go out in nature and mind my own business, and all of a sudden I'm married and widowed. <sighs> oh, that seems like a real problem, but you know, I'm a barkeep. I can listen to your problems. Help you feel better about them. Okay, well, I was stuck in a dead-end job. I hated my life, and I thought, I'm just going to move out of the city. I'm going to try to make it on my yeah, you're a good listener. Oh, you want to hey. get married? <laughs> you're opening the door to your bedroom. <laughs> yes, my bedroom is behind the bar. After all, come on oh. back, and we'll have a pale ale. I have a couple back there. Uh, all right, if that's where you normally drink your pale ales. Okay. So, uh, hmm. what are you growing on your farm these days? Uh, blueberries mostly. Um, I buried my wizard husband there. I think something's sprouting out of that. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Billy Joe. (laughs) Gus gets run over also. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, I was pretty close this time. At least it's a bar. What are you aiming for? (laughs) What are you doing here, Billy (laughs) Joe? I'm just cruising around. We cut to the spa. Hmm. This is so relaxing. It's so steamy. It really just airs out my pores. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Huh? In the in the sauna, we actually we actually whisper. Oh, we whisper. Oh, I'm Shh. sorry. Oh. Sorry, I'm learning the rules. I was invited to come here by the hermit who lives outside. And mm-hmm. yeah, and oh wait, no, I'm not listening at the window. What? Uh, Do go, is go that? about your business. Go about you... your business. I, I, nothing. I'm not here. Get out of here, you old perv. You alerted him. So he, he, you spoke too loud. He knew we were in here. I was finally having a good spa day. Just by, he didn't even know I came in. Ah. Uh. I can't believe this. This is disgusting. He's oh, looking at some, you. He's not looking at there's me. There's some good burritos in this trash can. Oh, I thought he was talking about my chest. Hey, I know, I know I'm peeping in the window, but um, I got too many burritos. You guys want some? No, we don't want any. And that better not be a euphemism for my tits. They are nice burritos. Okay. And I don't want that from you either. What? You invited me here. We're just a couple of girls cabin. <laughs> okay. That's, I guess you're right. A couple of girls and me, Linus. Gabbing away. I love you, ladies. Hey, Linus, <laughs> you're not really a part of this. Uh, it feels like you're still perving out. You're fitting a whole bunch of burrito in your mouth at once. <laughs> Can't understand you. <laughs> Linus chokes on the burrito and dies. Oh! Billy Joe! Drives by him. Runs his head over. Oh! Oh my gosh. That Billy Joel. What is he doing out here? Hey. He he didn't start the fire. What? Oh. Emily, the cool girl with blue hair, walks in. Oh. Oh, hello. I... You must be the new farmer who moved into town, Nick. <laughs> and oh. uh, the other person who's here, I forget your name. There's only 12 people in this town, but what's well, your name again? They don't know how to pronounce it. It's, uh, yeah, yeah? Is it, uh, I don't oh. even know how to pronounce it. Oh, you're it. my child, I think. Oh, okay. Hi, mom. Yeah, you look familiar. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I've been calling her burrito lady. Yeah, so call, you call my daughter burrito lady <laughs> yeah um sorry uh most of the yeah, people i know end up dead. I don't because have... i was i was i thought i saw you giving me the eye over at the at the saloon earlier but i don't really want to ask you on a date if you're calling my daughter yes burrito lady you know what i'm sorry but i gotta be real with everybody here right now most of the people i know in this town end up dead usually run over by Billy Joel. I'm not looking for love anymore. I'm going to work on myself. To that end, I'm leaving this spa and I'm going out into the forest. Goodbye. Creak. So, yes, you want to 
watch cartoons. <laughs> I can watch cartoons, yeah. Did you know I'm old enough to have a driver's license? <laughs> yes, I think in a small town, it's uh, it's a little bit different. <laughs> Can't really hurt anyone. There's no one around. Well, at Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> we, we cut to the woods. Yeah. Finally, a nice rock to perch upon. Mm. I'm at peace. I don't know what to tell nobody. <laughs> I'm at peace. I did it. Hey, hey, it's me, the dwarf. Hey. No. Why aren't you discovering me? I'm late in the game. Don't you want to know about me, the dwarf? I don't care. All you I... have to do is get the key to the sewer. And then also you have to get five sushi rolls and feed them to the raccoon. And then the raccoon will give you uh, the dwarf key, which allows you to come into my lair. I'm the dwarf. And don't forget about me. I'm a Miyazaki guy. I need golden nuts. Uh, everybody in this town is a creep. <laughs> you know what? I'm going back to the corporate world. Get on the bus. Go back to Joja headquarters. Hey, uh, rough weekend, gotta tell ya. <laughs> They're Animal Crossing guys. <laughs> you always have the best gossip. <laughs> KK Slider comes in and he starts singing a song. Wait, 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 this is my jam, dude. I don't know why I try to live in the woods like some kind of dork. Give me this, give me this crossing life. Uh, do Billy we cut Joel it there? Comes okay. onto stage to play with KK Slider. Ping, playing, plong, playing, playing. <laughs> this one's called. Piano dog. <laughs> he uh he knocks a kickstand on his piano and it crushes KK. <laughs> Shit. Well, that was my husband. Nick Sohoya, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me, Nick and Baby Tyler. Yes, pleasure. The pleasure is all ours. Happy 50, by and the happy way. 50, happy yeah. 50 to the show and happy 50 to all the listeners. Uh, also called reactivators. <laughs> Everything associated with the show is called a reactivator. Mm-hmm. That's canon. Uh, hey, do you have anything you'd like to plug today? Um, really just listen to uh, my new podcast, The Jinx Monsoon. Uh, it's called M40% Podcast. We uh, review a uh, episode of Futurama each week and we have uh, uh, the big stars, big stars in the drag world and the comedy world as our guests. May it's I great... ask who some of your big stars are? Oh, uh, we got Bob the Drag Queen. We got Margaret Cho. We got uh, oh. Nicole Byers on the finale. Wow. We got um, uh, everyone, Solomon Giorgio. Everyone's there. Great. That's amazing. Those are big stars. And Tyler, you're gonna say you're you're a fan? Yeah, I listened to um I listened to an episode the other day and I thought it was very funny. It was oh, I did not you. expect all the uh anime talk and I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Awesome. We got a baby Tyler endorsement. Yeah, baby Damn Tyler right. endorsed. 
Uh, hey, Tyler, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, Schnup69 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you know, listen to Stario Chart when you can. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, think we got a, a big announcement coming soon. So, yeah, stay tuned. Wow. Uh, as big as an episode as this is, we are going to have another big one coming up in two weeks. It will be our one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. 52 yeah. weeks in a year, it tracks. That's yeah. right. And I think around that time, we may have an announcement. So do stay tuned. Uh, Nick Sohoya, thanks again for coming on the show. You're a big friend of the podcast. We love your support. And boy, you're one of the funniest stand-ups. You're the, you're the stop. You guys are the funniest. Uh, you shut the, up. You shut up, Tyler. <laughs> You follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza. Uh, you can also follow our podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, shout out to our producer, Lindsay Deming, and our stream producer, Brent Flyberg, for making this show slap. This has been another episode of Reactivators. See you next time. Jacob, bye. Goodbye.